Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. I'm Emily Williams, and this is Understand South Carolina, a podcast from the Post and Courier. Olympic shot putter Raven Saunders captured the world's attention from the medal podium this year in Tokyo. The Burke High School graduate had just won the silver medal. Ravens was one of the voices that put conversations about mental health center stage at this year's Olympics. She's been open about her own struggles. And from the medal podium, she made a gesture of support that resonated for people in her hometown of Charleston and around the globe. Today, we're going to be taking a look at Raven's athletic career, which started right here in Charleston, her journey to becoming an Olympian and what she's had to overcome. Sports reporter Jeff Hartzell joined us, and you'll also hear from Raven herself about her Olympic experience, the tragic loss of her mother just a few days after she stood on that medal podium, and her plans for the future as an Olympian, and as a mental health advocate. My name is Jeff Hartzell. I cover sports for the Post and Courier. We started reporting on Raven when she was in about the eighth grade. Going into Burke High School, she started making a name for herself in the shot put and high school athletics in South Carolina. She wanted to be a basketball player when she first started out. My basketball coach, she um actually introduced me to the shot put, thinking that it would uh, get my footwork better and things like that. So went out and tried it, and I won state my freshman year. She went to college to be a shot putter. She started out at Southern Illinois and then transferred to Ole Miss when her coach was hired by Ole Miss. She won NCAA championships at both schools. She won four NCAA titles altogether. And then she made the Olympic team for Rio de Janeiro in 2016 at only 20 years old. Here's the sixth and final round effort for Raven Saunders. And that's her best throw of the day. She went to Rio and she finished fifth behind Michelle Carter, who's sort of a legendary figure in women's shot, but won the gold medal in Rio. And Raven finished fifth, which was very good, you know, for a 20-year-old in her first Olympic Games. So, uh, yeah, that, uh, that really gave her career a boost. When she returned to Charleston after the Rio Olympics, Mayor John Checklenburg declared August 17, 2016 as Raven Saunders Day. And she was honored with a parade that traveled from Burke High School up King Street to Marion Square. I remember just like yesterday sitting in those chairs, man. Honestly, looking at y'all faces, y'all were part of the reason that I got through it. Because uh, as I was competing, I was like, I got so many kids back at Burke High School, especially, who looking at me saying, wow, she was here. She was sitting in this desk, sitting in this auditorium, this cafeteria. And I wanted to set that example for you guys. So thank you for that. Raven shared with the Post and Courier what happened to her in the fallout from that Olympic high. 
She was dealing with challenges at college, finances were tight, and she'd suffered injuries. At one point in 2018, she contemplated taking her own life. She uh, stopped herself and texted a counselor that she had been working with, and, and that really, that moment, she thinks, saved her life. Raven started sharing a lot more publicly about her own struggles with mental health. At the Tokyo Olympics, Raven became one of the voices that made athletes' mental health a focus of the Games, along with stars like gymnast Simone Biles. You think about these pressures that Olympic athletes are under that maybe other athletes aren't. They, they train their lives for that one moment every four years. And if it goes wrong in that one moment, that's it for another four years, and maybe, if, depending on their age, for their career. So there's a lot of pressure, a lot of mental strain that goes into that, uh, preparing for that one moment. And we saw that with our own uh, Jasmine Camacho Quinn from Fort Dorchester High School. She is running for Puerto Rico, her mother's home country. In the 2016 Olympics, she hit a hurdle in her 100-meter hurdle race and fell to the track. And in just that moment, her Olympic dream was over for 2016. And fortunately for Jasmine, she came back and won gold in the Tokyo Olympics. It's gold for Puerto Rico for the very first time. Jasmine Camacho Quinn. She also had her struggles and also came back to win a medal in Tokyo. What was Raven's position coming into this Olympics? What kind of competitive field was she up against? Well, she had been battling with injuries the last couple of years. So it was unclear, you know, whether... She was going to be healthy enough to make the Olympic team at the trials. But she was. She got the help she needed. And at the trials, it was a memorable showdown with Jessica Ramsey, who is one of Raven's training partners from college days. And uh, they went back and forth and was really one of the best shot put competitions at the trials that they've ever seen. And Jessica ended up winning with a throw over 20 meters. And, and Raven was second. So going into the Olympics, she was, I think she was a favorite to medal, and she lived up to that in Tokyo. So if you were watching this moment, as Raven stepped out to throw during the women's shot put finals, you probably noticed her mask, which is fashioned after the superhero, the Hulk. I think that started in the weight room at Burke High School when some of her classmates, a lot of them boys lifting weights in the, in the weight room with her started calling her Hulk because she was so strong. And so she sort of adopted that as, as a way to ramp herself up for competition. She would call herself the Hulk. And uh, if you're familiar with the Hulk, when he gets mad, he, he kind of goes crazy. And she would work herself into that kind of uh, hyper-focus, I guess you would call it, when she was in the shot put ring. It's something that she also has adopted and played into with her Hulk mask, her purple and green hair that she had at the Olympics. It's really helped her persona and her uh, her impact. 25-year-old Charleston, South Carolina native Raven Saunders is in silver medal positioning. The women's shot put unfolded and a athlete named Gong Lijiao from China, she's really been the best shot putter in the world for the last few years. She won the gold. Uh, Raven had a fantastic first throw and uh, really was in second place throughout the, the competition and ended up winning the silver. Gong is 32 years old. Raven's just 25. Paris Olympics are only three years away now, not four. So I think Raven will be in good position to compete for the gold in Paris, and she definitely wants to do that. She wants to keep competing. 
I feel like on the shot putting in, longevity is one thing that really plays in our favor. And with me only being 25, I feel like I may stick, stick with this anywhere between 11 and 15 more years. Of course, winning silver was a huge moment for Raven Saunders. But the thing that really got people talking happened after the competition was over. We'll talk more about that after this quick message. Hi, I'm Jennifer Barry Hawes, a reporter from The Post and Courier. Working as a local reporter, I found that we can cover national stories in a way that reporters who come in from New York or D.C. or Atlanta simply cannot. We've lived in the community. We have contacts in the community. We've raised children here. We own houses here. We can bring perspectives that somebody coming in from the outside simply cannot. When stories come up, we know who to contact to find out what's going on. We understand the impact that it has on people who live here because we live here as well. That's why the local perspective that we provide is so important. Learn more at postandcourier.com slash subscribe. As most people are familiar with, when they have the medal ceremony, the athletes stand on the podium. They play the national anthem for the gold medal winner, which was Gong Lijiao of China. So after the anthem was played, uh, there's a period where the athletes take off their mask and sort of pose for photographs. You know, all the photographers are there taking pictures of the medal winners. Raven raised her arm in an X over her head during that photo period and afterwards told reporters that it represented the intersection of oppressed peoples. And Raven sees herself as a, a gay black woman who has had struggles with mental health, so, so, sort of a representative of all those different groups. So that's what she meant with the, the X gesture on the medal podium. Of course, the International Olympic Committee has rules about demonstrations from the medal podium, and they announced that they were going to look into Raven's gesture. We are in contact, obviously, with the United States Olympic and Paralympic Committee. We're also in touch with World Athletics. Uh, we are, not surprisingly, we are looking into the matter. Uh, and she was not the only one to make a gesture or, or some kind of a demonstration from the medal podium during the Olympics. But I think her case got the most attention, uh, for sure. I think in that two-day period, she made 1.3 billion impressions on social media. The uh, U.S. Olympic Committee came out in support of Raven's gesture. They said it was a peaceful demonstration, didn't express hate toward any group or anything like that. It was done after the medal ceremony. So they came out in support of her. And then Billie Jean King, who is a tennis legend and a sort of a pioneer in women's sports for sure, she also supported Raven and, and her gesture. I mean, when, when it comes to, you know, the people talking and things like that, one thing my mom always said growing up is uh, if people aren't talking bad about you, then, you know, you're not doing something right. Because, you know, on, on all ends, when you're trying to stand up for something, there's going to be backlash and then there's going to be lots of support. And I feel like I've been thankful to be surrounded by so much support that when it comes to things like that on that end, I really feel like, you know, me and IOC and whoever else, like I, my mission is, like I say, it hasn't changed since I got in it. It's to inspire, it's to bring awareness, it's to create change. And I'm going to continue to do that, and no one or no nothing is going to get in my way of that. This was her moment, and she, she feels strongly about her message and her role as maybe a role model for people, gay people, black people, people have struggled with 
mental health, any anybody, really. And she wanted to use that moment to make that gesture and get her message across. And I think it was, you know, it's really a brave thing to do because she knew she knew about the IOC rules and and what could happen after making that gesture. But she went ahead and did it anyway. She felt it was important enough to do that and to really put her medal at risk. While she was still in Tokyo, Raven received devastating news. Just two days after winning the silver medal comes the news that her mother had died at age 50, only 50 years old, in Orlando, where she had gone to be with the Team USA families. So just a shocking, tragic turn of events for Raven. I can't imagine the roller coaster of emotions on such a high after achieving a lifelong dream of winning the silver medal and two days later to find out your mother had died. I think Raven took some comfort knowing that her mother saw her triumph. Losing your mom is one of those things that is, it's hard to explain, it's hard to put into words. I feel like for any of us, you know, your mom's the person that you come from. Uh, she's the one that walked around with you for, you know, how many ever months it was. Uh, so it, it's it's just, it was tough, especially in the beginning. But for me, and knowing my mom and knowing how happy she was and knowing that she understood, you know, my mental health issues. And she was always concerned and worried about my mind. And I, I kept saying, I feel like, you know, her, especially in this moment with as much success that I've had, and as happy as she was and things like that, I feel like she would still want me to go out and keep pushing the message to stay mentally strong. After her mother's death, the International Olympic Committee extended its condolences to Raven and her family and announced that it would be suspending its investigation into her gesture on the medal podium. And so she traveled back to the States, went to Orlando to fetch her mother and brought her home in a coffin to the Charleston airport where she was greeted by, I think about 75 to 100 people. A few days later, they had the going home service for Clarissa out at a church in North Charleston. And Raven had said she wanted to give her mom the best going home ceremony that she could. And I think she did that. I I was able to go and a very moving, emotional service. And uh, I think she sent her mom home happy knowing that her daughter had you know, achieved a, a lifetime goal. She obviously played a huge role in Raven's life, raising Raven basically as a single mother. And one person we should mention is her high school coach, Herbert Johnson, really became a father figure to Raven. Even in her bios, like at Ole Miss or USA Track and Field, she would list Herbert Johnson as her father. He played a huge role in her life, along with Clarissa. Clarissa worked at the Krispy Kreme on Savannah Highway, for many, many years, and a lot of people knew her from the drive-in window there or, or going into Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme, the store and the customers played a big role in raising some money for Raven to send her family to Rio in 2016. And Clarissa was very proud of Raven. She didn't put up with much mess when Raven was growing up, according to Raven. It was one of those things that I'm like, you know, if something around the corner is bad, it doesn't matter what it is. You know, I won't let it break me. Like, nothing, I was like, nothing in the world could stop me now. You know, things like that. So it was just like, you know, you know I would really, you know, kind of challenge, like, like what, what's next? Like, what's next? Because, you know, life's going to take you through its ups and downs. And then when the news of my mom came, you know, it was something that that moment in itself wasn't something that I necessarily was preparing for. 
but I was prepared for something or really not something, but anything, you know, anything good, anything bad, anything in between. Um, I was ready for whatever came. Uh, I always say, if you, you know, stay ready, you never have to get ready. I, I think she's more self-aware now and knows what she needs to do to take care of herself. She also has some opportunities now to capitalize on her her silver medal at the Olympics, some speaking engagements. She's got some magazine covers. I expect some commercial endorsements and other things like that will be coming along for Raven. I just got news of a um, couple speaking engagements, things like that around the country, meeting with the uh, NAACP out in Connecticut, some magazine covers. It's so much I can't even think about it. And I think those things really in the next like, couple of weeks. She's got support from all over the world, really, and from some important figures. She's also had, of course, her share of criticism. But I think the majority of the reaction has been positive, uh, supportive. She, uh, she was interviewed by Snoop Dogg and Kevin Hart on their Olympic highlight show. And both of them really uh, expressed support for Raven's gesture and what it meant to them and people around the world. I think it's just been amazing her growth as, as an athlete and as a person coming from her struggles with mental health and to see her come back from that and become the uh, sort of confident and well-spoken spokesperson that she's become while remaining true to herself, not changing who she is fundamentally. I think that's been very fun to watch. It's crazy how life works. In my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm still like, I'm still me. Like, I'm still doing the same things that I have been. She's only 25 years old. Paris is just three years away. I think that's helpful for her. She doesn't have to wait that extra year. I expect she'll be uh, one of the favorites for the gold medal. She'll be just 28 years old in, right in the prime of her career. So, uh, yeah, she could be a four-time Olympian, three-time medal winner. And so there's a lot still out there for her. All right, listeners, that's all for today. If you want to learn more about Raven's story, we have more stories for you to check out. I will link a few of those in today's show notes. I also recommend watching that interview she did with Snoop Dogg and Kevin Hart. It's a good one. If you have comments, questions, or suggestions for this show, let us know. You can reach us at UnderstandSC on Twitter or email us at UnderstandSC at postingcourier.com. You can find more of Jeff's sports coverage and follow him on Twitter at Jeff underscore from the PC. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great week. Understand South Carolina is a production of the Post and Courier. Our music is by Billy Fountain. You can stream his music on Spotify at Billy Fountain. We'd love to know what you think of this show. You can reach us at understandsc at postandcourier.com or on Twitter at understandsc. If you're a fan of this show, please rate and review us on the Apple Podcasts app. Keep up with the latest headlines at postandcourier.com. We'll see y'all next week. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. 